0: Attention,
1: attention. Atencion.
0: Rosetta Stone invites you to be a part of its biggest language learning event in history. Because in 2011, we want to help 3 million people learn a new language. That's why we're going to give you an absolutely free demo of our language immersion technology. Call 1-800-522-1164. Developed to fully immerse you in your new language. The Rosetta Stone solution is easier than ever before. For your free demo, call
1: 1-800-522-1164. 1-800-522-1164. Lock Talk Radio.
2: Welcome to Dream Reality New Earth Radio. Reminding you that the choice is yours. I'm Dr. Dream with my co host Ilya Nabatovsky. And now, on with the show.
1: Good evening
2: everyone, it is Tuesday the 1st of November 2011 and you have found yourself at Dream Reality, New
0: Earth Radio, I am Dr. Dream and my co-host, and I am Ilya Nabutovsky, yeah Dr. Dream, another week, another week is right and you, you just sound like this, this fireball
2: of energy today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's November 1st. You know, I woke up today in the morning and I'm like, hmm, something feels different here. And I'm just like, oh, that's right. It's November. Uh, no wonder, and it's not just November, it's November 1st, 2011. Eleven one eleven. So how awesome is that? I
2: love it. I absolutely love it. And actually today at 11:11, I happened to look at the clock, which was 11:11. And while I was looking at it, it, hit eleven seconds, and then it's eleven one eleven, and so you know, I even posted um, a video from uh, Parliament Funkadelic. Um, Everything's on the one with uh, with George Clinton, kind of honoring honoring that moment because it was all ones.
0: <laughs> I love it, brother. It's it's amazing when you see those synchronicities. Then you know that you are on the right path. I mean, that's what it means to me, at least. I mean, it's all relative but whenever i see something like 1111 11 or 222, two, two, i know that whatever i'm doing is something i'm supposed to be doing and i always my mood just always gets lifted in that moment.
2: I love it. And and that is how it is. Also, um i received some information today from um, our good friend Jared James Peterson from um, our Wish Radio and uh He was explaining that last night at 12.01 in the morning, he got a download that today is New Earth Day. And so I've been celebrating, you know, this
0: New Earth Day. So, Ilya, let me be the first to wish you a happy New Earth Day. (laughs) Thank you, brother. Happy New Earth Day to you. I did not know that today was New Earth Day. You're the first person to bring it up.
2: Well, this is exceptional then that I'm able to bring this to your attention. Also, you know, really, when you get right down to it, I mean, I think kind of the way we approach things, like every day is New Earth Day, right? I mean, we get to create the world how we want it to be, and, and it's our energy that's being reflected back to us. And so, hey, that's that's New Earth right there.
0: Exactly. I mean, every day is literally a new earth. Every moment is a new earth. Every single moment, we are shifting and shifting and shifting into all these different infinite realities and infinite earths. And it's so amazing to know that we can create anything and we could live on any earth with any experience of it that we so choose from within. I'm with you on this.
2: I'm absolutely with you. I love the way you eloquently put all those words together. Um, Very exciting. <laughs> now, you know, this brings us to an important point. You know, the end of last week, which was, I don't know how you figure your weeks out, but last week on Friday, uh, the 28th of October, was, according to some, including uh, the expert, the, one of the experts on the Mayan calendar, Kaliman, um, that the October 28th was the last day of the ninth wave of the Mayan calendar. And Mm -hmm. so that being said, um, just means that October 29th, which was Saturday, was the first day of whatever follows that. Now, they stopped documenting um, the Mayan calendar after the ninth wave, but of course the Mayan calendar doesn't end, just that documentation in it. So here's my question for you, Ilya. Mm -hmm. What did you feel? Because, you know, I want to talk about this a little bit.
0: Mm. Well, it's really interesting because I, well, on the 28th, there was a really interesting event that I attended uh, at this place called the Shekinah Temple, which is here in New York City. And there was an amazing ceremony with about six or seven of us there. And we did a guided visualization that activated parts of ourselves that were still dormant, and I personally had an amazing, incredible experience, and I saw all these different things and all these energies and beings, and I felt these new feelings that I haven't felt before. So for me personally, it was a beautiful, transformative day, but in my opinion, I feel that the minds themselves base their calendars a lot on planetary alignments. And I feel that the twenty-eighth didn't exactly vibe with me in terms of being the end of the calendar. I mean, what is time really? It's I, I'm not saying that the end is on December twenty first, twenty twelve, but I feel that there's there's a lot of debate and I'm not really set on saying this is it or it's another day. I'm open to it. But I personally did have a transformative experience. Nice. I sort of get the feeling you're riding the fence on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I'd have to, if I'd have to choose sides, I would say that it is definitely closer to when the planetary alignments are, which is at the end of 2012.
2: Well, I will tell you that I have been following this and I've been following Coleman's work and met him a couple of times in the last year. Um, And so it seemed to me, and I've mentioned this before in my experience, that things were getting pretty hairy um pretty intense uh for me during that what what Kellerman had identified as as the ninth wave um, I've mentioned that from about um the beginning of august on uh, was a very emotional time for me, and I will tell you that whether it's just in my own mind um, or anything else i guess it doesn't really matter if i experience it it's real i really felt an energetic shift and um it has been exceptional now listen it doesn't have to be that it's the ninth wave it could just be me building something up and allowing my own energy to shift um but it was great. I did read something uh, over the weekend that that I that I want to share. Um and I'm a little bit um uh biased um uh about the source. Um this is from uh, a post of Laura Eisenhower's. Um, and uh, it, she just happens to be my sacred union partner. So, you know, I'm, I'm actually drawn to this, but I would have been drawn to this anyway. And so let me just read this to you. Okay. Dates are connected to predictions based on probabilities in the universe. But, but since dates are a part of the linear time matrix, There is no specific time that the Mayan calendar ends. The end of the Mayan calendar happens when an individual is ready to step into the totality of awareness beyond time, matter, and personality identity. For some, this realization never left them, or it was reawakened a while back and for others they're just beginning to be reminded again. And so she posted that on, on Saturday and it really it really resonated with me that and and particularly based on my experience of 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 feeling this energy shift and everything else. So I I just kinda wanna put that out there. What do you what's give me some feedback?
0: Yeah, I mean I really agree with Laura's um statement there. I do feel that time Is not linear and that it really is all relative based on how we have based on our relationship to the universe and to the world. And again, you know, some of us wake up a little bit earlier than others, but (laughs) (laughs) it's okay. The mind calendar is different for each and every individual. And honestly, I see this whole thing of transformation and awakening more being of a personal issue and an internal and an internal thing as opposed to being an external manifestation i feel that the internal awakening is what triggers the external awakening so if you get right down to it in my opinion it all starts from within
2: i had to laugh Ilya, because i i we live together between living together and traveling together but that's all the same thing for about a year i guess And so when you said some people wake up later than others, I just (laughs) kept remembering that I was getting up at like 530 in the morning and you were getting up sometime afternoon. So (laughs) not all the time. No, no, no. Sometimes I would wake you earlier than that. (laughs) We do absolutely miss you. Now, um. Tell us, you know, um our as I like to refer to you our East Coast energetic anchor. Um what what's happening out there? You I understand that there was some weather, perhaps. Tell us. Did just give us a rundown of some things we would like to know.
0: Yes, thank you so much for asking. Um last Saturday we had a snowstorm here uh, on the East Coast and the night before it was maybe 50, 55 degrees, and then the day after, it's pouring snow, and it's about 30 degrees, and it's freezing cold, and I was not prepared for it. I did not have a big puffy jacket at the time, and so I had to walk down the street in my little sweater with snow, with maybe about half a foot of snow under me, and I was like, wow, wow what's going on it, <laughs> it, it was it was really a remarkable surprise for me and i wasn't expecting it but hey you know it all comes with with the package of being here on the east coast so that was really interesting i like that you you paint
2: a very um fun picture of yourself in your sweater <laughs> walking walking down the street like that I I love it. And and so what else has been going on in the last week? It's been a week since we did our broadcast. And of course, you know, these days that's that's almost like half a lifetime. I mean, just with the way everything is. How how are the energies back there? You mentioned um the uh sacred event that you went to on the 28th. It's um it's awesome that you continue to find um amazing People that are at the frequency that um, that 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 you're at, um, give us a little more about uh, the New York experience.
0: Sure. Well, I want to mention at this time that I am working diligently uh, still with Miriam Delicado on the Great Gathering of Humanity project, and we're working on the radio aspect of it at the, at this time. And uh, I was doing some work earlier in the day in regards to putting together the, uh, the intro for it and, you know, pulling together some of the stuff for the radio show. And a couple of days ago, I spoke to Miriam and she asked me, who do you want to interview? Who do you want your first guest to be? And I said to her, well, let me think about it and I will let you know. And I spoke to her earlier today. And I told her that out of all the people that I know who are actively doing the work, the only person that I could think of that could be um, a guest that I would love to have as my first guest on my own radio broadcast would be Dr. Dream. (laughs) (laughs) And I told her this and she absolutely loved the idea. So I would like to invite you, Dr. Dream, be my first guest on the Great Gathering radio show?
2: The answer is yes. You don't even need to tell me when it is. I'm just telling you right now. The answer is yes.
0: Awesome, brother. Awesome. I love it.
2: (laughs) Sweet. This is is fun. Well, we're going to be able to chit-chat a little bit more into the broadcast. I think this is the perfect opportunity to really dive into tonight's uh, show, don't you think?
0: Yep, let's do it, brother.
2: Now, the title for tonight's broadcast is Passionate Living, Inspiring Beings, and I will tell you that our two guests tonight are really really incredible. And um it's it's I don't know. I'm just beside myself that um that they were both available to be on the show and um so let's uh let's just move right into it, huh?
0: yep, let's do it.
1: It
2: is really my absolute pleasure to introduce our our first guest this evening. um I guess it was a little over a year ago that I had the opportunity to meet her. And it was from the very first um, point of contact, which really um, was, was through email, and it was all revolving around the Leaders Causing Leaders Conference uh, in Long Beach. The, the, that was the first Leaders Causing Leaders Conference just a little over a year ago. And um, I was just Really impressed with this person, just in the emails alone, it was like the energy that came through the emails which were making sure that that what we were doing with the galactivation and everything like that was all set up, and we felt comfortable. Just the energy that I felt from her emails had a tremendous impact on me. So when we got out to leaders causing leaders, I could not wait to meet her and in person that energy is even that much more grand and and available and i was um i was so impressed and she is um most certainly a connector she's a social activist of the heart an author a singer Um, she is a workshop facilitator for cafe gratitude Uh, i mean she has just done so much but but really what stands out about our first guest this evening Erin Ross is her dedication to her path and the passion that she has not just that she has and she carries but that she shares with everyone. So it's it's my absolute pleasure and honor to introduce Aaron Ross. Aaron, are you with
3: us? I am. Thank you so much for that lovely introduction, Dr. Dream. I feel really honored and grateful and happy to be here.
2: <laughs> well, we're we're absolutely thrilled uh, that it worked out with your schedule and everything else for you to be here with us, and. And it, it just means a lot. One of the things about Dream Reality New Earth Radio for Illy and myself is to have guests on that, that have inspired us, um, that 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 we have felt an energy from and we know by... By um, featuring um, these incredible beings in our broadcast, other people can tap in also. And so you are—I mean, just in the introduction alone—and I left out so much. Um, you are—you are quite accomplished, and you have so much going on. And your mission is—is is as big and as beautiful as as any mission I've ever heard. Share with us a little bit about—you know—how you. Know, how you came about all this and, and, you know, where you've come from with this?
3: <laughs> well, I can tell you this. I'm not responsible for any of it. <laughs> 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 uh, really, what I see myself as is a messenger for spirit. And uh, I, about five years ago, almost exactly five years ago, I received a very powerful, clear unavoidable message uh in a deep meditation that I was to write a book and the name of the book was Getting That You Matter. And it's really been a five year journey of my for myself of getting that I matter enough to actually bring this this mission, this movement and this message to the world. And um so it's been a long journey and the journey before that was even longer. Hmm. Uh <laughs> I, um, I've i had many bumps and twists and turns on the road of my life to get me to this point. And what I've gotten so clear about, Dr. Dream, is that really my only job here on the planet is to inspire people to get that they matter. If I can do that, if I can fulfill that mission, I will have lived a great life.
2: Oh, that's beautiful. That really is. and And... You know, what's, what's obvious to me is that you are very focused on your mission. You are very, I mean, you're, you're just, I used this word before, you, you've dedicated yourself to it. And, and one of the things that I realized is that when we dedicate ourselves to anything, when we're that focused on what we're here to do, the opportunities open up. Talk to us a little bit about or share with us a little bit about um, what you do with Cafe Gratitude, because I think that's really exciting.
3: Oh, thank you. It's such an honor to be leading their workshops. I, um, I am a very enthusiastic member of the Cafe Gratitude community, and um, at the moment I currently lead their one-day workshops, and I also do some consulting for sacred commerce that I'm developing more and more. And I'm in the process of actually putting together an international workshop team that will be able to start bringing these one- and two-day workshops of Cafe Gratitudes to many areas of the world. I'm actually planning a tour to Calgary and New York in the spring and then one to Europe next summer. That's uh, at the start. And um, there, just briefly, the, the workshops are all about personal transformation. Uh, Cafe Gratitude, for your listeners who may not be familiar with, with what Cafe Gratitude is, is, it's an organic, vegan, mostly raw restaurant based in the San Francisco Bay Area, and it all started with a board game. <laughs> and I don't know if you know the story of this, but I'll share it as briefly as I can. Basically, Matthew and Tercy Englehart, the founders of the cafe, uh, received information to create a board game, and so they created this board game, and then they thought, well, gosh, now we need a place to play the game. And um, they thought, oh, you know, maybe we could have a little coffee house and, you know, some chairs and tables and set up the game and people can come and play. They had no idea that it would blossom into the movement and the enterprise that it is now, which is now eight restaurants with two more on the way. And uh, they are opening in March. They're going to be opening their second restaurant in Los Angeles. They're opening their first restaurant in Kansas City in the winter, and they're on their way to really establishing some powerful, powerful tools and growing these tools of sacred commerce around the world. And what they say, their their sort of motto for the cafe is that they're a restaurant, uh, their school of transformation in the guise of a restaurant. (laughs) So really what Cafe Gratitude is All about is awakening love on the planet in the most powerful way they can, which is really about being love and serving love in the form of customer service and amazing food. And uh, for your listeners who have not been to a Cafe Gratitude, if there's any way you can get yourself to run, I cannot recommend it enough. It is truly an experience to go to a Café Gratitude. Your life will never be the same.
1: <laughs> and
2: so, of course, with your energy and what you carry in from your heart, this is where you've landed. Mm-hmm. Also, it reminds me of a saying that that I live by, that nothing is what it seems. So if <laughs> Café Gratitude just seems like a restaurant, it's <laughs> certainly not just that. That would be just the surface. And I, I love this because in this, time of awakening truth and the government isn't what it seems it's you know less than that or yeah. if it could be or you know what you know what i'm saying like you look yeah. around and it's like wow all these things and and conspiracies that end up being truth and this and that it's beautiful that we're having um this sort of influx of examples like cafe, cafe gratitude that is not what it seems because it's so much more and so much deeper and so much far-reaching than just a restaurant.
3: Exactly. It's so true, Dr. Dream. It's really about that. It's, it's about saying, you know, there's so much more that's possible for us as human beings. And when we step into that, whatever our uh, vehicle is, whether it's a restaurant or a radio show, whatever the vehicle is for us to express love and really be so much more than what looks like on the surface, that is when things will start to shift and we're already seeing it happen. We're already seeing humanity awaken to its greatest potential. I mean, I I can't tell you how excited I am about where we are right now and what we are creating as a species. It is absolutely phenomenal. I'm more than hopeful. I am I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Uh, wow, that's, that's amazing. Uh, and you were talking about uh, love and how love is important and if not the most important thing that we can actually be. And I really, really resonate with actually putting our love into the food. I mean, personally, every time I eat or I drink something, I always bless my food and I send love to it. Now, I want you to just talk to us a little bit about the importance of doing that and cooking with love and eating with love
3: mm, thank you Ilia. yeah I really I do the same thing every meal actually when I get up in the morning you know I wake up and the first thing I do is I go and I make my tea and I make uh, a little lemon lemon juice I have this little concoction that I make with lemon and water and I just I rub my hands together my little Reiki thing and I just bless my water and bless my tea and, and say thank you and you know For me, when I think of, for example, drinking water or anything that's a liquid, I think this is the blood of my mother. You know, this is my mother's gift to me. And and it's just so powerful to remember that water is not just water. You know, it is the blood of our Mother Earth. It is her gift to us. It's what keeps us alive. And so for me, the reverence, that, that I hear you speaking to and the reverence that I feel when I bless my food or when, you know, there's a a company with over 300 employees who are literally cooking food and serving food and, and taking the dishes and washing the dishes all with love and clear intention to be present in that moment. <laughs> there's nothing more powerful than that. It, really, it's like, If we can get to the point where all of us are that clear of an intention and that clear in our reverence, that alone could shift everything in the world because it would just ripple out to everything else that isn't working and everything that that is maybe just based in fear and lack and a story of scarcity would just get this blast of love and be like, oh, wow, really? I do not have to do this? Oh, I can change? Great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh,
2: I love it. That's so perfect. Really is. Now, I want to know more about getting that you matter. Mm. Um, this is your book, and 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 your company is get that you matter. And I just, I love it every time. Every time I say it, and and um, you know, I've spent time going over what you've got out here um, on the internet. I just think getting that you matter. It's like. So important, and it just makes sense when you hear it but But tell us how that is manifesting, and how mm-hmm. that 's being presented and the energy of that
3: mm, thank you for asking, yeah, really, I have gotten clearer and clearer in this year of this powerful, powerful year of transformation and shift um, that really get that you matter is so much more than a book it 's actually a movement and And that's, and, and when I, when I really got present to how many people did I want to affect, you know, at first I said, everyone, and I thought, well, I should be a little more specific than that. And so I thought, okay, what if I, what if, if Get That You Matter, and it's not even me, it's so not about me, I just want to keep reminding myself and everyone that, about that. It's really about the mission, it's about the message. If Get That You Matter could seek into the heart of 70 million people, of 1% of the population, what would be possible? So the mission of Get That You Matter is really to inspire 1% of the world population, 70 million people, to remember who they are. And that's the first piece. It's like, remember. Remember who you are. It, because all the stories of self, Doubt and self-abuse, all the stories of not enough, and you know, all the things that we hear, all those limiting beliefs and the things that we tell ourselves, they're just stories. They are not the truth. The truth of who we are is that we are divine beings, that we are here for a reason, that we have so much to offer, and that when we don't get that we matter, when we don't offer our gifts to the world, that's how we get in the mess that we're in. And when we were at Leaders Causing Leaders, there was an amazing gentleman who, I feel, I feel so blessed to have the fortune to have introduced him at Leaders Causing Leaders, Sharif Abdullah. And he talks about this, this mess and that there are you know, three kinds of people. There are the menders, there are the breakers, and there are the keepers. And we are in a time right now where all of us are being asked to step up as menders. Those of us in the developed world are being asked to step up and mend what has been broken. And Get That You Matter is really about going into the hearts of the people who may feel broken, who may feel that they don't have something to offer, who may experience so much self-doubt, but they know that they're here for something, and they just haven't figured out what it is. So it's, it's my intention with this message to really bring people's dreams out into the light, you know, because here's what happens when when we get scared and we tell ourselves we're done enough. We hide our dreams because they're fragile and tender, and I know you know that. You know, there's so many people who, who they have a dream and they've hidden it away for lots of different reasons. But right now, we need everyone's dream to come to life. It's so important. It's It's critical. The world needs us now. It needs our dreams. And so it's really important that we bring them out, these tender, precious dreams, and hold them carefully in our hands and bring them into the sunlight and dust them off and polish them and allow them to blossom forth so we can inspire each other and remember, like, whoa, if, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, that's really, really powerful, and the more we see people doing that, and and on my website you'll see the logo is like a, a ripple of water, and that's the whole idea. We all have an impact, and if we're all having this powerful positive impact around ev- everyone around us, and we have no idea how far that goes, we'll never know. But if we intend to have a powerful positive impact, everything will change. And we will awaken. So that's yes. really
0: what Get That E Matters about. Yes, I love it. I love when you talk about the ripple and you know, just throwing that one little pebble in that pond makes such a difference. It really does. Now
1: yeah.
0: I wanna uh just talk to you about the people that are still rather asleep
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they're going about their lives and you know, they're doing what they think that they're supposed to be doing, that they're they're not truly following their path with integrity what Mm -hmm. advice can you give those people that want to step out and go beyond the edge but really aren't sure what to do or where to go
1: yeah
3: yeah i really hear what you're saying ilia it's so powerful and there are there are so many people who they want to know how to make a difference and they just don't know where to start and what i could say to them i think the one piece of advice I could give to anyone would be, first of all, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath and stop for a moment. Stop the motion. Stop the doingness. And get present to this moment. And when we do that, when we allow the quiet of the soul, even if it's really scary, we allow the quietness of the soul to bubble forth in a deep breath and we we get present to really the the sense of emptiness that we feel in being a human doing and not living from our beingness that is the moment of transformation right there and when we allow ourselves to feel the pain of doing our lives rather than being our lives and we remember and this is the second piece of advice when we remember who we are I want to stress I can't stress enough how important it is for people to remember that they're unique there's no one like you on the planet you are the only you and you have a unique mission a unique purpose here So when you take that deep breath and you get present to why you're here, even if you're not sure, but you know that you have something to do and something to be, that's the moment that is your carpe diem, so to speak. And in the process of that, I invite people to take that dream that they might think is silly or they might label it as stupid or not good enough out of the dark corner and bring it into the light, and that's where, you know, Get That You Matter—the book and the teleclasses and all the uh, amazing things that are starting to brew with Get That You Matter—will be um, bringing those tools and resources to people so that they can really, they can really live from that place. Does that answer your question?
0: Yes, thank you so much, and I also so resonate with that. And for me it's all about following my bliss and following my excitement and just, you know, jumping off of that cliff knowing that we will be supported and protected
1: and guided.
3: Yeah, it's so true. And you know, one of the things I talk about a lot too, Ilya, is that <laughs> you know, it's it's really easy to say follow our bliss and it's it's really scary sometimes. And I think it's just really important to remind people that it's not always going to be quote unquote easy, but it will always be right if you follow your dream. And there will be times when we fall down, times that we get stuck, times when we have doubt. And to just really utilize the tools of you know self-affirmation and all the kinds of things that are available. I have a lot of tools in the book that I talk about. and to just really utilize those tools for yourself so that you remember. And one of the biggest, biggest tools we can use and we can take advantage of and create for ourselves is community. You know, this is not about doing it alone. We've done it alone long enough. And this is really about calling on all the people around us, our family members, our friends, our chosen family members, whatever that looks like, to support us And what I say is to hold our feet to the fire of our greatness, you know, to really rely on the people around us to say, you're bigger than that, and I know what you're up to, and I'm right here to to, to lift you up and make sure that you
4: do what you're here to do, and you be who you're here to be.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I'm, I'm, (laughs) (laughs) I'm, you know, Dr. dream, speechless very much, but I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm so feeling embraced by the energy of of this broadcast right now and and what this is all about and what you were saying, Aaron. I mean, yeah, I think we can we can tell people exactly how this um you coming to be a guest came about today. I mean I've been um as I say impressed from the moment I met you but uh, this past week, you uh, posted a belated birthday greeting on my wall, and and it was beautiful. And I responded, and and then I I responded, you know, would you be interested in talking about a collaboration? And it's so much that, and you said you would, and and we started talking. And I said, well, the first thing we want to do is we want to get you on Dream Reality New Earth Radio because it isn't about us doing this alone. You know, it's I I you know. Um, what i've done in the last two years is is pushed my envelope about as far as i i I mean there's always more room to push it but 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 what i'm looking to do is to to create something in collaboration with others that 's so much bigger than what I could do as myself and my band of angels, and it 's like, yeah, we want to bring Aaron in, and we want to bring this person in and and and, and it 's not about dr dream and it's and, and you 've said it yourself it 's not about aaron ross it 's about bringing the energies together and creating something that has the ability to touch even more people and support even more people and love even more people. And um just feels so good. Now, we have just a few minutes left, a little bit of time left, more than a few mm-hmm. minutes. But um, mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of bring all of this into, um, not that we haven't been, but into the present moment of current events.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: for many people, the uh, end of the Mayan calendar was yesterday. And so mm-hmm. the beginning of the new Mayan calendar, which isn't documented because they, they stopped um, at the end of the ninth wave, which starts today, um, for other people that um, that whole process is december twenty first two thousand and twelve and we 'd be having this discussion on december twenty second two thousand and twelve <laughs> but um, so all of those energies that are happening you know whether it 's the end of the mind calendar or not, the planetary alignments, all the energies that are coming about um, i 'd love to just have you. You're so heart-centered and and in this beautiful space, as you always are. I'd love to have you share with us your perspective on the Occupy movement
1: Mm.
2: um, and just sort of touch on what's going on all around us right now.
3: (laughs) It's so exciting. (laughs) I have to say, I mean, I know I was actually just reading a An article this morning by Van Jones, who is one of my heroes, and um, about the Occupy Oakland movement. And it's just there's there's definitely some sadness, you know, that I'm feeling around the response to the Occupy movements around the country and around the world. And despite the sadness that I feel around the response to it by the you know various forces, various you know police forces or whatever it might be, I. I am so, I'm so moved by humanity right now. And this Occupy movement, <laughs> what I see it as really, ultimately, is that we're allowing ourselves to be occupied by love. And sometimes being occupied by love looks like walking to the ocean to gather salt in the face of massive odds. Sometimes being occupied by love looks like picking up a leper off the street in India and holding them in your arms and saying that is the act of a revolutionary. You know, Sometimes being occupied by love looks like living in tents in Martin Luther King Park in downtown Berkeley and saying we've had enough. You know, being occupied by love is not about being passive at all. Being occupied by love is about taking the most courageous, passionate steps we can take for humanity as a whole, and not only for humanity, but for all beings, and for this beautiful being called Mother Earth. And so, for me, the Occupy movement, with the you know the blemishes or the mistakes or whatever might be being made by some people here and there. That's just their humanity. That's just them forgetting that they're being occupied by love, whether they're in the movement or they're, you know, trying to keep the peace, so to speak, around the movement. This occupation, I think if we can all keep at the forefront of our hearts and minds that it's an occupation by love, I think we are on to something really, really powerful. And there's a shift the shift that we've been talking about for a long time is already taking place it's happening people and it is beautiful that's mm. that's my thought on it at the moment
2: <laughs> wow yeah. that was such a beautiful answer i'm i i love this and in your heart space um and and what you're about um is exactly uh you know what what this this uh broadcast tonight you know passionate living inspiring beings um and and that's 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 you and that's 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 what you have for us, and you are you are are you know just there at that pinnacle place so freely opening yourself. Um, To putting it out there Um, it it means so very much and um, I'm so pleased that um, that I got that belated birthday wish on my Facebook wall and it's it's led us to this which I absolutely feel is the first step in um, identifying uh, some really amazing collaborative efforts for us and um I've got just as I say that I've just got this huge smile on my face. <laughs> and you know, even my heart just and I you know, before the broadcast I'm sitting here with tuning forks and drops of this and drops of that and oils and everything and even my <laughs> heart just expanded a little bit more as soon as I said that. And so Aaron Ross, thank you so much mm-hmm. for for who you are. For, for taking a beautiful stand in your authentic self, in your truth, and just no fear, no hesitation, nothing but love to share that um, with humanity. And believe me, those 70 million people um, uh, are part of a very special group to be touched by you and uh from, from me and from Dream Reality New Earth Radio, we support you however we can um, in your mission and um, along the path, knowing that uh, for part of that, we're going to be walking right there next to you.
3: Thank you so much, Dr. Dream, and thank you, Ilya. I am deeply honored and so excited about what's to come because there's great stuff right around the corner it's already here
1: (laughs) yes
0: thank you so much for being with us it's truly an honor and i do really feel your energy and your love and your open-hearted laughter that you (laughs) just elevate everything and it's so beautiful and so amazing and i just want to thank you for being you with (laughs) integrity and following your bliss and you're doing a beautiful job so Uh sending so much love and gratitude to you and I hope to definitely see you in physical form very very soon.
3: Me too. Thank you both so very much.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm just loving tonight's broadcast. Um you know it's it we we have not done a format where we've had Uh, More than one guest. We did it one night with Laura Eisenhower, Mike Barrow, Michael Perlin, and myself, and it was so much fun. Um, And so this week, we we get to have two guests. I mean, this is... I'm feeling really fortunate. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I love the idea of having multiple guests on. It just brings this kind of cross-pollination of energies together, and it definitely... Puts a spin on our show and what we're used to doing.
2: I just love it. Now, Erin um, is in the in the chat room. If um, anyone wants to to further connect with her, you know, I was thinking, um, you know, with all the talk about about Cafe Gratitude,
0: um, have you been to Cafe Gratitude? I believe that I have been there. I believe we went there together actually in San Francisco. <laughs>
2: it was a trick question. That's exactly what we did. You and Neil and myself in San Francisco um on a bit of a bizarre evening. And we won't go into the details right now, but let's just suffice it to say it was a bit of a bizarre evening. Um and we had the most amazing server. We just absolutely adored her. Her energy was so great. Um and we had an amazing experience there and it was far beyond an experience of eating. It was so much more than that. And so um I was thinking about it, uh, you know, when we were talking about Cafe Gratitude just now and I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I remember and Ilya was there, and Neil was there and it was it was exceptional.
0: <laughs> I love it. And I'm definitely looking forward to uh, coming back to the West Coast. And now that there's one in Los Angeles, um, I want to visit that one and experience the awesome energies at the one in L.A. Yeah, absolutely. And um,
2: I'll look forward to being there with you when you come back. Now, the other thing um, that Erin that touched on that just felt so good every time she said it was occupied by love.
1: Mm.
2: And it was just like, yeah, absolutely. Occupied by love. So... This is um this is this is fun tonight. I'm 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 so excited about this.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I also really really like when she said occupied by love because everybody that's there at the occupy movement every time I go there, you know, I see a lot of people, you know, being angry and being against all these things, but in truth I see that inside they want to express their love and really shine and blossom. Uh, their truth and who they really are.
2: No matter where our energies start, they, you know, it, it's an opportunity to take us deeper into our into our heart space, and so that's that's certainly it.
0: Absolutely, brother. Our next guest
2: this evening. Um, I met earlier this year. I guess it was in March at the um, Los Angeles premiere of Three Magic Words, and yeah it was, it was just great we we met we were introduced by a mutual friend and then in that in the moment of meeting we realized we had so many other mutual friends and people we really really love and respect and so immediately there was just this energy of um you know honoring and respecting the universe having brought us together um and as i got to know her more over um the following months i was uh just you know she's just so accomplished at 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 what she does and she's she's trained in the energy system and qigong counseling and anatomy, and she pulls this all together and you know really leverages everything that she has available to 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 share her gifts and so it is my distinct pleasure to introduce Patty Alfonso to our show. Patty, are you with us?
3: I am with you. Hello.
2: <laughs> well, hello there and welcome. We are so excited to have you and even as I'm uh, you know, kind of looking over your your bio and everything else, it's it's just so impressive how you have pulled, you know, really all of your experience together and and what you're doing with it. Now, You are um, a body-mind counselor, you're an energy healing therapist, you're the the founder, director of Harmony Healing, and you're also a speaker on personal growth through the energy system. So I I guess the very first question here is, talk to us about the energy system, because everything seems to kind of revolve around that. Is that correct for you?
4: Yes, absolutely. First, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I also felt that energy when we first met, and I'm so grateful um, that you have invited me to share with you in this moment. Um, Yes, everything for me uh, in my work revolves around the energy system. The energy system being compromised of the energy centers, which are the chakras and the auric field. And I began my my practice and my studies about three years ago, and when I started, it was like everything that I was hearing was a deep, deep soulful yes of this is what is true for me. Um, I work with my clients. Um, with their energy system. The energy system is like a river flowing, and it holds all of our information, our passions, our, you know, everything is in the energy system, your stress, your happiness, your joy, and it's like a river flowing. And when a pebble is dropped in that river through any kind of experience, whether it's a traumatic experience or, you know, what not, then there is a disruption in that flow. And so as an energy healer, and then, you know, through time, that disruption just creates, you know, stagnant energy, which then doesn't allow us to flow in our everyday life. And so as an energy healer, it is my extreme passion to help people clear those kinds of energetic blocks from their systems. And when I when I teach classes, I really bring in all of this information about what your chakras are and what it is that they do and how they can help you and how really being aware of your energy system and what's happening in your body is really a key to making the shift that you need to make in your life so that you can live your most passionate, inspired life. So that's just a little snippet.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Now, I I just, as you're talking, um, this this question comes to my mind, um, or this question, I guess, is is a fine way to put it. Um, But what about the connection? Share with us the connection to blocks in the energy system. I mean, are you, are you, I mean, you're also described as a a body-mind counselor. So Mm -hmm. this is kind of where I'm going with this, the connection Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, not just what's going on on the physical, but what's going on on, like, the emotional, spiritual, um, and things like that. So how does mm-hmm. that work within within um, the energy system?
4: So I'm sure we are all aware that we are more than just our physical bodies. You know, we have an energetic body, a mental body, a spiritual body, and an emotional body. So as a body-mind counselor, when you come into my office, we are going to look at all of those aspects of what's happening, of what's going on related to your presenting complaint. Um, you can't really just see, you know, what's happening physically. You have to look throughout the entire body. So your your physical problem maybe that you're coming towards you might be related to a spiritual question or it might be related to an emotional trauma that happened you know, a long time ago that you might not have awareness around. Does that answer your question?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it leads me to my next question. So if, if someone comes into to you and they're complaining, um, they're, they're um, talk, is sharing with you about something that's less than comfortable on the physical level, Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't know what the connection is on, say, the emotional or spiritual level. How mm-hmm. how do you then work within within that? How, how do you connect the dots, so to speak?
4: Right. Well, I am trained in transpersonal spiritual counseling, which is that's where the energy healing therapy part comes in. Um, we will dialogue and. I will help you, guide you to go deeper into your own psyche and what's happening to get to the root of that problem. Um, And then what happens is once we dive deep into that, then we transition to the massage table where we can combine that with the energy work and thus helping to release any of those blockages that you might have. Because things happen trauma happens and we store it in our energy system and then we try to push it down because maybe it's too difficult to feel or maybe you know we have core beliefs wrapped around that sort of block um that's why it's important to look at the entire person um does that make sense
1: yeah
2: oh absolutely and that's that's exactly what I wanted to hear i mean um just how the process works and, and to have our listeners understand,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know, how things work and that, yeah. you know, it's it quite often, I guess, people come to you because it, is it mostly that they show up and, and there's something that has manifested physically?
4: Yes, absolutely. See, the energy system, I love, you know, one of my teachers used to always say this, the energy system is like the rings in a trunk of a tree, And so for every year of life or whatnot, you can tell what it is that happened to that tree through that specific ring. And so that's really what the energy system is. It holds, like, the keys to everything that has happened in our life, in in our past lives, if you so choose to believe that. So um, when you're working with the energy system, you're starting at the source. The way dis-ease happens is that it starts in the energetic field. And then through constant stagnation, it slowly makes its way into the physical body. For example, let's say that I have a belief, a mental belief uh, surrounding money and abundance. And maybe, you know, I think that money makes people evil. Um, and so that is, you know, the, the mental layer of the auric field is like in the third layer of the auric field, so you have that belief, and you keep thinking that belief, and then eventually you're going to have feelings about that belief. You know, well, I feel like, you know, money is evil, and, and it's bad for you, and it, and it makes all the, you know, all the bad things happen in the world. So now you have the belief, and then you have the feeling about the belief, and that is eventually going to manifest Physically, you're having trouble creating abundance in your life. You're having trouble receiving. You're having trouble, you know, getting the life that you want. So it's about getting to that core belief and working with that belief, clearing that from the energy system, helping you to shift your your mental beliefs so that that can eventually manifest, you know, physically. So that's also a way that it works in terms of the energy system.
2: Now, do you have people um clients that show up and say, "Listen, I'm just feeling um that somehow I'm blocking my abundance or I'm blocking relationships or i'm you know something along those lines that doesn't have anything to do yet in their mind with anything on the physical level
4: absolutely well if if you're blocking relationships, say you're looking for a relationship you are you are blocking that on the physical level because you're not in a relationship." So yes, I have people who come to me and say, you know, I don't know what to do with my life. I I don't, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. You know, so they're blocked in their in their passion, in their true self, and what their their path is on this lifetime. And we can work, you know, with the core beliefs and, you know, what's happening now, what what what's your real passion. So there's a there can be a lot of dialogue to dive deep into. Um, you know, what's going on with that. I also had someone come in who was really wanting to be in a relationship but not sure why it wasn't happening. They weren't finding the right person. There was something there. And when we did, you know, we talked about that for a little bit, about what his wants were, his desires, what he was looking for. And when we did the healing. Um, you know, sometimes the healings are, are highly intuitive, so I just sort of heard that, you know, there's some fear around that. And after the session, I checked in and said, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of by getting all of these things that you want? And we talked a bit about that, and I kid you not, like the next week he had met somebody that he liked and started dating them. So uh-huh. nice. once you have awareness around you know, what might be blocking you. It's like the three A's, awareness, acceptance, action. So I'm aware of what's blocking me. Okay, I'm accepting that I have fear in this moment around this, and what can I do to change it? So,
2: so what kind of, in, in this particular um, example that you gave um, mm-hmm. about this person, what, I, I get the um awareness and then mm-hmm. the acceptance. I I mm-hmm. get that. So what would what would the action have been?
4: Well, in this particular situation the person was afraid of sharing everything about themselves and being vulnerable. And so we worked a little bit around feeling safe around vulnerability and around self acceptance. So Mm -hmm. that when the person was able to share with someone else, it was already coming from a level of acceptance as opposed to a level of shame. This is my life and this is what I've been through. So that was, you know, some work over a couple of sessions.
1: Beautiful. And,
4: And with the energy healing, that blockage, that energetic blockage, that fear of vulnerability, that fear of, you know, loving myself and all of that, was able to be moved. So that the person could do that work. It was a really, actually, a really beautiful experience for both of us, a really wonderful learning experience. So. Mm,
0: beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, yeah. And I want to ask you um, about your energy work and your energy healing,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and I want to see what your process is and how would you describe your own unique energy work and how do you go about of doing it, you know, the steps, and what can people really expect from your energy clearing work?
4: Sure. Um, well, as I mentioned before, there is dialogue. We connect and we talk about what your healing goals are and the things that you feel might be blocking you. My work is really centered around helping my client with their own self-discovery, um, and as I like to say, sort of awakening their own inner healer. So I'm I'm there to hold space with you and to help guide you if you need it, if you want it. Um, but to hold space for you to, you know, figure these things out for yourself because that's really most important. For me, it's about empowering my client um, so that when they leave my office, they can do this for themselves um, in, in the future and sort of help build and give you the tools that you need. To you know, solve everyday everyday problems. So we would dialogue for a little bit, get to know each other, and then um, usually people come with something specific that they want to work on. And then once we talk for a little while, as I said, we transition to the table. And through my you know various education classes that I've taken and my certifications, I've learned a lot of different tools that can. Um, work on the table. There is some light massage. It is fully clothed energy healing and I work with the chakras clearing um, giving energy taking anything out that doesn't any blockage that doesn't need to be there and um, working with the auric field as well at some point, you know, intuition guides, guidance all of that comes into play during the session. And then after the session, we would just check in a little bit to see where you are, how you're feeling, you know, and and all of that. Um, Yeah, working with the guides and with the chakras and and the auric field. And all, you know, I have different little techniques. For example, if someone is not connected to what it is that they want to do with their life, then there is a a technique called the line healing. Um, that can be done to help you connect to that, you know, intention of what you came here to do. Um, There's other techniques. I don't really want to go into them too much, but a lot of my clients say that they just experience complete relaxation. A lot of people come in with, you know, a lot of stress, and a lot of, you know, mental activity and you just ground that energy into the physical body and they leave just feeling really relaxed and clear and at peace. And as you release these these things that are blocking you, you know, you're you're able to move forward in your life, to move towards what you really want to be doing. So every session is different, you know, it depends on the person and and what they need and what they're looking for.
0: Great. Thank you. Now,
2: Patty, tell us um share with us a little bit ab- about your background. I know you were born and raised in Puerto Rico. I mean you. you you obviously have been you know really dedicated to to what your mission is here as an embodied human. I mean you you're you've got the bachelor's degree in sociology and but 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 talk to me a little bit about what you were feeling before you really identified. Mm -hmm. what your life was to be about, and then just kind of how it all came together for you. I think it's nice for for our listeners to hear that in their own and relate it to their own process.
4: Absolutely. Um, Yes, I am originally from Puerto Rico. My dad is Cuban, and my mom is Puerto Rican. And I remember when I was little, like four, people would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I would say that I wanted to be a combination of Mother Teresa and Marilyn Monroe.
1: And, of course, (laughs) yes. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that would be the reaction that I would get. People would be like, Oh, that's so cute, you know. Um and I, guess I we you all know, went
2: through that phase.
4: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> I guess we all went through that phase. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> and I I proceeded to work on the Marilyn Monroe aspect. You know, I I'm an actor as well. And I just, you know, really my, my I remember my I just really wanted to help people. I really wanted to be of service. And at that time, I thought, well, if I get really famous, you know, then people will listen to me, and I can help them, and I can give money to charities, and I can, you know. So I ended up here in California pursuing that, and I just, there was a feeling inside of me that, that something was missing, that I wanted something more, that I needed to be doing something more, um, and... I ended up at the Lionheart Institute, which is the school where I went to get my certifications. And as I said earlier, it was just this feeling of like, yes, this is what's true for me. This is, you know, what I've been looking for. The chakras, yes, that totally makes sense to me. It just was intuitive that, that this was it. And I remember when I first started my journey, you know, my healer would ask me, so, you know, what are you feeling in your body and, and what what's your breath like? And I would just be like, What what is she talking about? What am I feeling in my body? My energy was so wrapped around my upper chakras with my reasoning and intuition and all of that that it wasn't it wasn't fully integrated into my physical body. And so as I continued to do the work and continue to learn how to ground my energy and be present and be Uh, in the physical body, I just realized how important that is. And I truly believe, you know, that peace worldwide does really start from inside. When I am connecting with someone, if I can have awareness of what's happening in my body, am I reacting to this person? Am I feeling triggered by something? And if I can have awareness around that, it's going to influence our interaction, um, and the the spiritual principles, you know, that the school teaches with, you know, compassion, innocence, faith, being in your heart, um, integrity. These are all things. These are all things that I embody as a healer, and that I embody as a human being when I'm connecting with anyone. And if I can be with those. Um, and I can hold that vibration as I'm connecting with people or or hold that vibration if if there's war happening or whatnot. I can contribute that level of energy and so when i when I graduated, I just knew that this was something that I really wanted to share with others this information this this just way of being um and for me, it's also really important that we honor and acknowledge. That shadow part of ourselves, and that we connect with that. Because if you try to push that down, and if you try to ignore it, and you know, it's going to come out sideways, as they used to say in my school. Um, you know, with with whatever. I mean, I can't think of any examples right now, but it's about integrating all of the parts of ourselves. You know, I am happy, and yes, sometimes I am sad, and uh, sometimes I have anger, and sometimes You know, I don't behave the nicest because I'm a human being, and these are all experiences that are going to help me grow and learn and, and continue on my path and be close to, you know, my higher power. And so I'm just really passionate about sharing all of this with people and really being inclusive of all of the parts of ourselves. So that we can be aware of all of them and be with them and nurture them and re self parent ourselves so that we can, you know, really create the world that we really want to live in with joy and peace and serenity. So yeah, that's my story.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. And I
2: I love your story. And it's just um to hear you put that into words after I have um gotten to know you i've gotten to know you at you know the the different events that we're at and so
1: mm-hmm.
2: um i see you uh you know at like uh most recently leaders causing leaders in marina mm-hmm. del rey where you were just of tremendous service and mm-hmm. it, it it was about exactly that being there to be in service and mm-hmm. um just watching how you interact with people and, and, and the energy of all that. And then to hear you speak of it right now, it just, it, it just all hits home. I have a much more complete um, like picture of you. Now, Thank you. these are some interesting times. Here we are, uh, November 1st. Mm-hmm. and so uh you know, according to some, we have uh completed the ninth wave of the Mayan calendar as of a few days ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: um Whether that is exactly accurate there you know a lot of people think that that actually completes on december twenty first two thousand and twelve uh but we've got um the energetics of the collective um standing and giving themselves uh voice. Um, in the, the Occupy movement and
1: mm-hmm.
2: and just everything else, you know, between the prophecies and the planetary alignments and, and all of that. I mean, speak to us a little bit about uh, your perspective on this, maybe how uh, the needs of your clients have changed or different things are coming up, but just kind of um, relate to us in terms of everything that's sort of swirling around us right now.
4: Mm-hmm. I have to say, and I'm getting chills as I'm about to say this, I feel that this is such an exciting time for all of us now. And I really feel that in this time which feels so turbulent, there's so many changes that are happening in the world everywhere. It's, I mean, everywhere, right? We're all aware of that. And I just really feel like there's this shift this human shift of really coming to center and connecting really with what it is that you want to be doing. Um, People are tired of, you know, the rat race, as they say, and going to work and not living in your passion and not doing what you want to be doing. And I really feel that the universe is responding to that and saying, okay, you know, it's time. Let's shake things up. Let's, Let's really get to where we why we came here. And so in my clients I see that a lot. I also work for the school that I went to and I see that a lot in the people that are seeking out this work that are like I'm just tired of living in the corporate world and I really want to be of service and I really want to help people and this is what I want to be doing. So it's just an enormous shift that's happening now and we all really need to just ground our energy, stay present. Stay in the body, you know, on planet Earth and really focus our intention on living the life that we came here to live. You came Mm -hmm. here for a reason and for a purpose and now is the time to connect to that and now is the time for us to come back to community, to helping each other, to loving each other. You don't have to like me, you know. But honor me and who I am, and that's okay. I don't have to like you either, but I can honor you and your specialness and your divinity because I know that it's in you, and I know that it's in me. And we're all different human beings, and we all have different characteristics, different life lessons, different things that we need to learn, but let's just honor each other for that. Um Yes, you know, and yes <laughs> and and mm. for anyone who's out there, if you live near a city that is having an occupy movement, please go, go, just sit, just be there with those people, support those people, pray for them, be there, you know, show up even if you can just go for 10 minutes, just go, be a human body there, and let's really unite. And and create not the 90% versus the 1%, but the 100% that we need. Because we need each other. We are human beings. We are creatures of, of community and love. And let's really start to express that. Um, and that's just, I'm just really excited for all of the changes that are happening and that are coming and everyone who's really awakening to, to their inner power and their divinity and their heart. And so... And and as a healer, not only do I hold my, that intention for myself and for everyone around me, but I hold that intention for the person who walks into my office. You know, let's work together so that you can have that life that you came here to live.
0: Absolutely. I love that you talk about these movements as not being the 99% and we're separate from those out there that are mm-hmm. doing something to us. But that we're all in this together, and yeah. no matter who they are or what they did, they are us, and we are one. Yeah.
4: And now, how how could we how could we you know as an occupy movement help them enlighten them? You know, it's not us against them. It's like okay, brother, sister, you know, let's work together. Let's figure this out. If there's a versus, then we're not gonna. There's nothing to win, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, how can I shift this this um, world if I can't do the shift within myself or within the person that's sitting right next to me?
0: So. Exactly. And I always say, you know, when, when you change yourself, when you change your inner world, the mm-hmm. outer world changes.
1: Absolutely.
4: And
0: I want to ask you this really important question. For people that aren't aware of energy healing, or any of this kind of stuff that are just walking around living day-to-day lives that are not in their passion and not following their excitement, what can people do to realize what truly makes them happy? What steps, what simple steps can people take to really become self-realized and, and get on their true spiritual path?
4: Mm-hmm. Thank you for that question, because it is one of my absolute passions to bring this information to the people who are not aware of it. And really simple steps. For me, it's about grounding our energy and how you do that or can do that very easily, of course, with meditation. Closing your eyes, connecting to your breath, And with every breath, allowing that mental energy to drop into your heart center. And as you allow it to drop into your heart center, allow your heart to speak to you. Because the answers are within you. It's not outside of you. It's not in, you know, the job or the car or, you know, that person who knows more than I do. Because... You know, we have everything within us to follow that path. And it's just about dropping into the heart. I remember at Leaders Causing Leaders, I I did this guided meditation, and that's all it was, is just taking all of that energy, dropping it into your heart, inviting, you know, your inner divinity to open and shine, and allowing that inner voice to guide you. And for some of us, it might be it might be difficult to connect to that inner voice. So find a little bit of help, but work with someone who's going to help you activate it for yourself. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's just all about dropping into the heart, dropping into the heart. And as we as we shift now, it's about dropping into your power, into your third chakra, and into your heart. I always tell people, shine your light and shine it bright. You're not doing anyone any favors by shrinking. We all need to step up and just be the bright, beautiful beings that we came here to be. That's how we create the shift. And I think beautiful. Marianne Williamson says that as well, you know. And it's just step up and and shine because that's what we need. We need light and we need love and I'll bring in the shadow again because it's acknowledgement of that as well. You know, I can be insecure, I can be jealous, I can be angry, all of that. And to be with that feeling, you know, and, and as you bring those things closer to you and sort of love on them, then your power increases because you're unlocking all of that within you. And so drop into your third chakra, into your power center, connect to the world, do it through your heart.
1: Hmm.
2: So beautifully stated. It is.
4: It, it's just
2: perfect that you're you're here with us. the 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 title of this broadcast um, is "Passionate Living, Inspiring Beings," and you know, no doubt, you are living your life in your passion. You are sharing that. You are an inspired. Being And you are also inspiring other things. Your reputation um, in, in the circles that we're all in is excellent. And um, as I say, I've seen you do things where it just has nothing to do with, with your work. Per se, it has to do with you stepping up and, and playing a beautiful role when that, when that is needed and um, i 've appreciated seeing that, and that has inspired me also now before we um, close up. Um, uh, this part of the broadcast, I wanted to give you an opportunity. I know you've got a YouTube channel. I know you've got a website. We got Twitter. We got—I mean, everything. <laughs> let's let's give people um, some ways to contact you, and um, anything else you want to share.
4: Thank you so much. Yes, I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. I receive your beautiful words with just the greatest humility, you know, and and the greatest appreciation for being seen and I'm so grateful um, right now Mm. Uh, yes my website is HarmonyHealingOnline.com and there you can find links to my YouTube channel to my Facebook page, to my Twitter I did want to offer an energy clearing special for any of those of you who are listening a first time session which is an hour and a half Regular price, $200. I want to offer a 50% discount. So you would get an hour and a half session for $100. And when you call me, you can use the discount code DREAM. And Mm -hmm. I do long-distance sessions as well. So all over the country, you know, is is great. And I hope that you will allow me to be of service in your life. Um, and, And I'm just in this. So much gratitude right now for this opportunity to really share um, my thoughts and, and my vision and, and my passion. I'm so grateful. Um, yeah, I mean, it really healing the world. I really believe starts with with you, with you. So let's work together. Thank and you. Let's let's. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, Patty. Um, oh. Just listening to you is such a blessing, and you have such an amazing energy. And I can feel that you are going to be such an amazing catalyst for many, many beings on this planet, and you are doing a perfectly um great job right now. You are exactly where you're supposed to be at all times, so just keep doing what you're doing
1: Absolutely. and
0: stay on your path and it's all good
4: thank you, thank you so much, so very much, I'm so grateful It's funny. Dr. Dream because in the beginning you said something about coming full circle and, you know, I started acting and then went into healing and I'm in this time in my life where everything is going to come full circle because part of my passion, as I said, is spreading the word and and informing people about this other option that can really complement your self-care and your self-growth. Fifty years ago, acupuncture and chiropractic were illegal you know, and I feel that we're really on the cusp here of energy healing becoming something really, you know, that can be used in conjunction with your medical treatment to really heal and, and help you grow as as a person. And so, you know, I just keep praying that spirit puts the opportunities in front of me that spirit feels that I, I can be a part of to continue spreading this message and just helping people connect you know with themselves and with the people around them so thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my thoughts
2: absolutely our pleasure and and thank you for taking the time to be on dream reality new earth radio and to to share your passion and your perspective and 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 your energy i mean because that that's what it's all about and and we definitely feel it and uh Lots of gratitude all the way around. So uh, thank you very, very much.
4: Thank you. Have a good
2: one. Wow, Ilya, I'm – I mean,
1: you got to do a
2: little filler here so I can catch my breath. This has been one heck of an amazing broadcast. I I have to say – uh the 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 comment that um that Patty made about uh when she was growing up wanting to be a combination of Mother Teresa and Marilyn Monroe it is so beautiful to me where we all come from and the process of what it takes for us to become who we came here to be and i'm just i'm I'm so touched um by by everything Patty said and 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 the energy and and everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're uh, we have a chat room here on the website and Patty just said, you know, it's all about trusting in the divine plan and that's exactly what is going on here. We all come from our own unique little boxes and then we meet in this one gigantic pillar of light where we all share the same energy and the same vision for what we want to see and, and we realize that we're all truly in this together and i absolutely love how all of our journeys just merge and converge and it's just it's it's beautiful
2: it is it's true i'm i'm you know, my light body right now, there must just be energy flying all over the place. I am that energized. I am that just like enlivened. Um, And that's really what dream reality, new earth radio is all about is, is, is presenting these, these amazing beings that truly are a reflection of, of all of us. I mean, it's, there, there's, there's no difference. We, we all had dreams as, as children and, 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 and we all knew that we were here for something bigger. And, and, and at one time or another, we're, we're all stepping into it right now. And it is just
0: so incredible. Absolutely, brother. And there's so much coming up. And why don't you share with us uh, what's going on in LA and what you're going to be a part of?
2: Great. Big thing is 11-11, 11-12, and 11-13. It is the alchemy event, uh, Metamorphosis, and um, it is in Los Angeles, but there is a global webcast, and right now uh, for three days of the global webcast, it is uh, priced at just $39, so anyone that's listening to this, can participate in that and and we invite you to come out and uh we've got another amazing guest next week and Ilya, thank you so much um for being here every week and i'm so excited to uh be the first guest on your radio broadcast and uh, just sending out big love to you brother and thanks to aaron and thanks to patty
0: and all of our listeners it makes all the difference in the world Thank you, Dr. Dream, for for holding such beautiful space, and and I look forward to uh, getting with you together next week.
2: Absolutely. Much love to everyone, and spread that love, and just
0: share it wide. Okay, we'll see you next week. Blessings of love, everyone. Good night.